And a good, good morning and welcome to In the Know for today, April the 21st, 2021. It is Uncle Sam Gormley guiding you through another edition of the show. You might be joining us on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, via the K105 or WMTL app on K105 Digital Productions. Listening back on the podcast, you can listen to that on Spotify, SoundCloud, K105.com, all of the different ways that we have for you to join in and listen with us on the show. We hope you are here joining us Today, coming up on the show, we have a very special guest co-host today. A big guilty verdict was handed down. A new assistant superintendent has been hired in Grayson County Schools, and it's a a familiar name to some, maybe. Uh, Parenting phrases that you should not say, and we might even play a little bit of a round of you pick trivia. That comes up and more here on today's edition of In the Know. But first, it's a special day in the building. In more ways than one, as I bring in our first guest co-host, or not guest co-host, you're not a guest today, but you know what, we can say with how special of a day it is, in a way we can call you a guest, because you don't get, it's not just one big day, it's two big days in the Buckles household, is that not correct? That is absolutely correct. So So which is more important? Well, the babies are always (laughs) the most important, so obviously, well... Not obviously, but it is Alea's fifth birthday. Fifth birthday. But Mark She's and I old. are celebrating our ninth wedding anniversary. So it's a big day in the Buckles household today. Yeah. Are there any fun plans for today? I don't want to spoil everything, so I don't know if there's anything that you want to share, if you want to wait until tomorrow when, yeah. when Mark is back. Or... I mean, we're going to have dinner tonight, I mean, to celebrate Alea. Yeah, and that's good. Does yeah. she get to pick the dinner then? I think it was probably chosen for her. Chosen for her. Well, that's not always the worst thing in the world. Our second guest co-host for today, joining us from the Grayson County Sheriff's Office, is Sheriff Norman Chafin. Sheriff, how are you? Oh, it helps if I turn your mic on. Yes, thank you. There you go. It does help. It does help. How are you doing? Great. Great. Great day. Other than waking up to snow. I don't like it. You know, it's... it's, uh, we gotta hit that. We gotta hit that part right there. It feels like it should be. Isn't there a state law or something that says it's not allowed to snow on April the twenty first? Yeah, I'm gonna pass an ordinance. I'm I'm one hundred percent for it because I, <laughs> when I woke up this morning and I'd heard that you know snow, it might be a little bit. When I have to scrape my car off, that's when it's it's too much. Yeah, and yeah. it was. I mean, there was a nice little thick layer on my car this morning that I had to had to work through. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you ever have the hiccups? Sometimes. Sometimes. It's the worst, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you can never say that you're – you can always – next time you have the hiccups, you can think that, well, I'm not as bad as Charles Osborne. He spent 68 years of his life hiccuping and ended up dying one year after they stopped. So he spent 68 years having a hiccup every single day. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. So the next time that you might be thinking, oh, wow, that the hiccups are driving me a little bit nuts, at least you're not you're not Charles Osborne. Sheriff. Yes. It'd be really bad if you had hiccups and gas at the same time. Oh. That's bad. It'd be coming out one end yeah. and going out the other as well. <laughs> uh, Sheriff, you mentioned the snow that is coming in. Luckily, I believe the snow is gone. So I think we're not going to have, well, knock on wood. Yes. I hope that the snow is gone until hopefully forever, yes. if, if you're asking me. But uh, your forecast for today, chances of some scattered showers with a high around 50 degrees. Tonight, a freeze warning is in effect with a low around 35 degrees. So if you might have made some planting, 
you want to be sure you go out there and you cover it. Is that that you're our, you're a planting expert, Christy? Absolutely. Is that- well, and so I left my malls this morning and I covered everything up last night and yeah. Yeah. So you don't want anything to get frozen. I know that that's why they always say that you shouldn't make any you shouldn't plant anything in the ground until Mother's Day. I think that's what I was always told, <sighs> at least in the I'm not northern sure. portion. That's, now. that's going to be bad because we just planted eleven evergreen trees. I don't know oh. what they're called, and they're only like foot two feet tall right now. So I may need some advice on how to take well, care if it's not too late. Anyway, it may be too late. We might because, need to call yeah. Whitney Carmen. Maybe she's, she's our yeah. she's our agriculture expert on the show. But low of thirty five degrees tomorrow. It's going to warm up tomorrow rather with a high around fifty seven, a low around thirty eight. And looking at the ten day forecast as you look into next week, it looks like it's going to warm up a little bit as a whole. Um, looking at temperatures in the low eighties Tuesday and Wednesday in Kentucky Oaks Day looks like at least ten days out right now. Looks to be really nice. Uh, high of 68 and 10% chance of showers. So if you're looking at going to the Oaks, I think they're allowing a certain amount of people in into this year's Oaks and Derby. So if you're looking into going to that, looks like you're going to have really good weather, at least as of Wednesday, 421. Uh, after three weeks of testimony, the trial of the former police officer charged with killing George Floyd ended swiftly, barely over a day of jury deliberations. Then just minutes for the verdicts to be read, guilty, guilty, and guilty. And Derek Chauvin was handcuffed and taken away to prison. He could be sent to prison for decades when he's sentenced in about two months in a case that triggered worldwide protests, violence, and a furious reexamination of racism and policing in the United States. As uh, Floyd's younger brother said that today we are able to breathe again at a joyous family news conference where tears streamed down his face as he likened Floyd to the 1955 Mississippi lynching victim Emmett Till, except that this time there were cameras around to show the world what happened. He said it makes us happier knowing that his life, it mattered, and he didn't die in vain. The jury of six whites and six black or multiracial people came back with its verdict after about 10 hours of deliberations over two days. The now-fired white officer was guilty of second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. As the serious charges, the sentencing will be handed down in about two months. The most serious charge carries up to 40 years in prison. The defense attorney followed Chauvin out of the courtroom without uh, comment, President Joe Biden welcomed the verdict, saying Floyd's death was a, quote, murder in full light of day, and it ripped the blinders off the world to see systemic racism. This is a terrible story all around, I think, is is the first thing that you can say about it. Uh, I think the the video came out, what, just about a year ago. I think it was Memorial Day uh, of May, and Sheriff, I won't have you comment too much, but is is there anything that you you took away from this that you'd want to say? I, and I don't want to put you on the spot no, or anything on, on that's fine. I, it was, of course, the video was just shocking to the conscience. I mean, it was shocking to watch. Um, and and as a police officer, you know, it, when you're watching the video, he's like, just dude, get off his neck, get off his neck. You just kept saying that, and there's no reason for him to be on there. But uh, I don't believe it was a. I don't believe that. It, I don't believe it. The race mattered as far as who he had on the ground to him i believe it wouldn't have mattered uh who he had who was down there that he had his knee on her neck i think that he was that was just the police officer that he was and i think that uh i think that the uh, verdict was correct i think it was fair and uh, we'll just wait and see how he's sentenced i heard someone say once and it might have even been you i'm not, I'm not sure um i don't want to put words into your mouth but i think it was in I guess you could, in a way, classify him as as a bad cop. And I Absolutely. think it was something along the lines of that no one hates bad cops more than good cops. That's exactly right. And yeah. I'm not sure if that was you that yeah, said that. that or, or, yeah, or it, that's, and that's the mentality of most police officers that I've spoken with about this about this issue. And, and you know, I just don't think that there's a racial component to it, absolutely, because he was African-American. and But um, I don't think it would have mattered to Chauvin whether he was white or black or Hispanic or anything else, he would have still been on that guy's neck, and which is wrong. And, and, and like I said, they he was judged by a jury of his peers and found guilty, and that was a fair. And that's why America is one of the best country. I mean, probably the best country in the world because you yeah, have the, the trial aspect to it, where it's your peers that do it. And it was uh, twelve of his peers that that said that it was uh, guilty on all three counts. And I, sentencing will be in two months, and he could face up to forty years in prison right. when it comes to that. Uh, more locally, uh, COVID-19 cases in Kentucky, just over 600, 609 to be exact, were confirmed in Kentucky over the previous 24 hours. 13 deaths. Positivity rate goes from 3.46 to 3.44, so 
fall, uh, fell just slightly. Hospitalizations increased by 17. In- intensive care remained at 121. Victims on ventilators rose by five people to only 48. So that's a good number that we're only seeing 48 on ventilators right now. 48, too many still. Uh, vaccination numbers, when you look at it, officials said uh, just shy of 1.7 million Kentuckians have received at least one coronavirus dose of the vaccine. Looking at the COVID-19 map, uh, you're seeing a little bit more red. Grayson County still remains in the orange right now. Um, looking at surrounding counties, Grayson County's incident rate right now at 14.1. Breck County to our north is at 20.2. Uh, pretty much other than Breck, surrounding counties are all yellow. So Hardin County, yeah, Hart, good. Edmondson, yeah. Butler, and Ohio, all yellow. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to continue going in that yellow direction more locally on COVID-19 numbers in Grayson County, 10 new cases, 29 active, including two uh, people are in the hospital right now dealing with COVID-19 symptoms as the COVID-19 count right now in Grayson County since the start of the pandemic, 2,147. And over the last week, the county is averaging 14.1, as we had mentioned, new cases per 100,000 residents over the last week. But I mean, when we were looking at Three or four months ago, that number was in the 50s and 60s. So it's still going in the right direction, even if it is rising just a little bit. Uh, This headline yesterday, Ken Hallett came in and told me about this, and it was one that I I didn't really know how to react to it. And I'll just read you the headline to start off with. Grayson County man brings drugs to court appearance at Grayson County Judicial Center. Right, A Grayson County man has been jailed after showing up for court appearance at the Grayson County Judicial Center with drugs on his person. 26-year-old Devin Clemens was scheduled for a motion hearing on an existing case. According to police, as Clemens was called before the judge, he was asked to empty his pockets where he had two loaded syringes containing suspected methamphetamine along with marijuana. He was arrested and charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and possession of marijuana and was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. Um, this yeah, I, is, I was actually at the courthouse when oh, I walked you were. in. Oh, yes. you were. And, uh, you know, I, I tried to talk to this young man, and it's, you know, I think he's just, he was, he's so addicted to drugs, he just forgot they were in his pocket, obviously. And, you know, it's just one of those things. He's, it's sad. He needs, it he left, he sad. left rehab. Where, you know, I know he's trying to get help, and it's one of those things that you, you know, you try to help somebody as much as you can, but, you know, at some point, <laughs> you know, they got to do something for themselves. It kind of reminds me of the story, what, two or three weeks ago where there was a Grayson County man arrested trying to break into the Grayson County Detention Center. Yeah. Kind of reminds me in, into that same thing, and it, it's sad to see yeah. when, when, when you look at it because um, yeah. drugs are just taking over and, their and body. That's, and that's one of the things that, that, that I often talk about, too. It's just, it, you know, my I'm, my theory is 10% of kids, no matter what you teach them, are going to do drugs. 10%, no matter what you teach them, are never going to use drugs. But you've got 80% that can go either way, that are right in the middle. And that includes my kids and my own children and, and your children. Because if you think that you have more influence over your kids than what their friends do, you're sadly mistaken. And and I'm telling you, that's a, uh, I've been doing teaching a drug prevention program for 20-something years, and I see that. Uh, and I see it doesn't, doesn't matter if you're the sheriff's son or daughter or superintendent's son or daughter or, or you know somebody that's on welfare son or daughter or whatever. It doesn't discriminate. Drugs don't discriminate here in Grayson County. An Ohio County woman has been jailed on drug trafficking charges after police discovered drugs at her home. Ohio County Sheriff Tracy Beatty said 35-year-old Lindsay Terry of Hartford has been charged with trafficking in a controlled substance along with a long list of other charges. She was arrested following an investigation by the OCSO and Hartford Police Department after authorities received complaints about possible drug trafficking at a residence in the 1000 block of East Union Street. Officials discovered convict, uh, individuals convicted of unrelated drug crimes routinely entered her apartment to purchase and or use methamphetamine while surveilling the suspect's home. Police made contact with 41-year-old Crystal Hildebrandt of Hartford, who had just left Terry's apartment. Hildebrandt was found to be possession of meth and also driving on a DUI suspended license. Police then obtained and executed a search warrant where authorities, including KSP, found meth, hydrocodone, gabapentin, pseudofedrin, a firearm, Digital scales and other drug paraphernalia, both are being held in the Ohio County Detention Center. So good job by your friends over in Ohio County. Trace is a good dude. Uh, Grayson County Schools has a new assistant superintendent with ties to Grayson County. As they announced, Adam Cox, Breckenridge County High School principal, has been tabbed to replace the retiring Todd Johnston, who served as director of district-wide programs since 2018. 
Cox began his career as a special education teacher in the Breckenridge County School District. He's been at Breck as the Breck County High School administrative leader for the past 10 years. He is married to Grayson County High School assistant principal Lacey Cox and also served as the head coach for softball for three years and head golf coach for Breck for nine years. Superintendent Doug Robinson says his experience in the classroom on the fields as an administrator and principal gives him a broad perspective on not just school district operations, but the relationship building so crucial to education. Um, the Cox has have three daughters. Uh, Ellie is a third grader at Wilkie. Brinley is a first grader at Wilkie. And Adley is in preschool right now. He'll begin his new rule on July the 1st. Do you know, Adam? Yes, I do. Unfortunately for Adam, the bar wasn't set very high for, <laughs> because of Todd Johnston. But no, I'm just kidding. Todd's a good dude. And I, uh, the jury's still out on Adam with me. Um, I've still got some background checks to do on Adam okay. before <laughs> I officially enough. accept him as assistant superintendent. So Fair enough. No, I mean, I, I, I respect that. And he, uh, he's, his wife, Lacey, who I know yes, is an assistant that's principal. That's the only good thing that he has going for him right now. So I'm he's be bringing honest with her to the table, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm watching you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like it's a good hire, though, for Grayson County Schools there to replace the retiring Todd Johnston. And for him... Congratulations. Enjoy retirement. Absolutely. That's, that's absolutely great. Uh, the Kentucky Board of Elections is continuing to set some of the new – so the new laws were passed into how the elections are going to change. The Board of Elections is beginning the process of implementing that legislation as the major portions of that bill included three days of early in-person voting, including a Saturday with no excuse required, enhancing the ability of state election officials to remove non-resident voters from the voter rolls, Transitioning towards universal paper ballots statewide, keeping the online voter portal so absentee balloting is fully transparent both to voters and election officials, permitting counties to establish voting centers where any voter in the county may vote regardless of precinct. I like that one a lot when it comes to that because if you work in town, if you – like for example, if you live in Falls or Rough but you work all day in, in Litchfield, it's a lot easier for you to stop by the center on Main as an example or the high school than to go all the way back out to Falls or Rough to vote. And retaining the signature cure process so absentee voters whose signatures have changed over time have a chance to prove identity and have their ballots counted. Nine more counties have also opened regional licensing centers. That's for the real ID. That's Adair, Breathitt, Floyd, Hopkins, Madison, McCracken, Pulaski, Rowan, and Russell counties as that will begin on Monday for the new ones. Fayette, Franklin, and Woodford made the transition earlier as they're hoping that all 120 counties will have the option to get a real ID by June 30th of 2022, which is perfect for me because I think my license uh, expires in <laughs> July of 2022. I so just I got mine. I waited three hours in line. Three, uh, where Did you go to Bowling Green? I went to E-Town. E-Town. And they, okay. the line was long. I was just a walk-in, and they cut it off right when I got there, so I was able to get mine. Three hours, though? Yeah, it was, it was terrible. But I know that one of the things, if you are going to do this, and Sheriff, you would be able to confirm this, there is a specific list of things yeah, you need to bring, I'm right? I'm telling you, if you don't have those, you will not get your license. Lauren was not able. She had to have her birth certificate. And it, and the, the thing about it, your birth certificate is, is the birth certificate that you get from Vital Statistics. It is not the hospital certificate that you get from the hospital exactly. when your child yeah. is born. If you don't have your birth certificate, then you will not get your – there's other – she had to have her marriage certificate, her social security card, two forms of uh, shows crazy. her residence. Oh, yeah, it is. Yet, so. But I have seen the list of the requirements. And she had to have funny. five because she was married, and she it had to show her, we had to show her marriage certificate with her name, my last name. And mom would be the same. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's something that if you are looking into, if you're going to be traveling, because I think if you're wanting to get in an air, on an airplane in the next six months, isn't yeah. that it? I think it's something along the lines October of October is I think October in fact, it's is probably in the in the story here on when you can do it. As I, I scroll, I think that that's about right. So if you are looking to fly, you know, after summer, you know, when it gets towards Labor Day, you're going to need to do this yeah. and be sure that you look and find out. And you can still have your driver's license, uh, yes. but you if you want to fly, you you must or get have into a, a federal building or or, or a passport war. Yes, if you don't necessarily have to get the real ID, but and that's kind of what I'm relying upon is my passport. So, and that makes sense. Yeah. So, a uh, Central Kentucky man has become the 14th Kentuckian charged during the in result of the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Stephen C. Randolph has been charged with assaulting, resisting, or impeding an officer, causing bodily harm. Obstruction of a law enforcement during civil disorder and obstruction of justice slash Congress. He's from Harrodsburg. So he is the 14th Kentuckian charged in that. 
Olivier Saar, University of Kentucky basketball player, uh, really surprised no one yesterday when he officially declared for the NBA draft. He was kind of a disappointment for Kentucky this year. I think it was another one of those things that, like most of the UK players this year, he didn't get the the summer to really work out and so on. So because of that, he didn't really live up to the expectations that some fans had for him. So Saar is the fourth player from last year's team to declare for the draft, joining B.J. Boston, Terrence Clark, and Isaiah Jackson. Isaiah Jackson, though, still does have the option of coming back for Kentucky next season. I know, Sheriff, you said you really didn't follow the Cats that much this season, and you really didn't miss anything. Is no, that- I didn't. I didn't follow them at all, really. I, I didn't have time. It's not because for any reason I just – didn't have time to watch a lot of TV for some reason this year, or games, or sports, and and I will say you did not miss anything. <laughs> so it was it was a rough season for the Cats, but they're looking at uh, maybe having a, a better year next year as it goes along. As I'm trying to get us some nice music to, to to get out to as we get ready to go to break, but it, it doesn't doesn't sound like that's going to happen. So, you want me to sing? Sam? Yeah, yes, I would love Please. that. If Negative. You sing. That's not going to happen. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you were offering, I was going to 100 percent take you up on the on the offer. You know, I was a performing arts major when I was in college. However, I quickly realized I couldn't sing nor dance, so <laughs> I didn't do either one. But so. as you were sharing with me last week, oh, there we go. There we go. There's a little music. But as you were sharing with me last week, you, your understudy turned into a movie star, right? That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get to a break. Oh, it's going to start it over again. That works. We're going to get to a break. We'll come back with a little bit more here on In the Know, including things you shouldn't say to your children as a parent. We'll get more on that here coming up on In the Know. Today is Administrative Professionals Day, honoring the work of secretaries, receptionists, administrative assistants, and other administrative support professionals. It is Kindergarten Day. We'll have a little bit more on that later on in the show. Chocolate-covered Cashews Day. Right. Really? Oh, I don't like cashews. Nor do I. Oh, I love At all. Cashew would probably be my favorite, would Mm -mm. be my go-to nut Mm -mm. when it comes to that. That figures. I don't know if I want to ask more more when it comes to that. Yeah, well, when your curious. go-to nut is a cashew, then <laughs> what would be your go-to? My go-to, I don't have go-to Peanut? nuts. So, do you I, like peanuts? I do like some peanuts. Yes, some peanuts, not all. Yeah. Uh, it is big word day. Big word. Big word. A day to use humongous words on purpose just to impress yourself. I do that every day, right? Uh, it is bulldogs are beautiful day. Mm. And it is Keep Off the Grass Day. And uh, obviously, if you can draw two and two together with what yesterday is, you will know what that is referring to. So it can mean different things to different folks, is what this says. So that is today's holidays for today. Uh, A couple of interesting parenting things. And I know we have two excellent parents in with us today. Sheriff Norman Chaffins joins us and Christy as well. Uh, The first question that I saw the headline is, what time should your kids go to bed? 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Well, if you're if you're little. Okay. So what what's classified as little? Um, I think. Because I'd second, love to go to bed at 8 p.m. Is that second, okay? Second, third grade, around that age. Uh, I think 8 p.m. You need to be getting settled in bed and yeah. Sheriff, do you have uh, a, a the pandemic opinion? threw us all out of whack? I mean, it's just you know obviously if it was school was regular. I mean, I guess it is now, but. Um, no, because I'm usually in bed before Grayson goes to bed. But, um, of course, Grace, I call Grayson precious because usually he he goes to his mother when he wants to go to bed late. So he goes, <laughs> pretty much goes to bed when he wants. But he's pretty good. He'll go to bed, I don't know, 9 or 10 or, nine or, 10 o'clock at, uh, That's good. at because on the school night. Is he 13 or 14? He's 14. 14. Soon to be 15. Soon, oh, wow. So. Yeah. He'll be driving next year. How's that make you feel? Oh, Ooh, I, it hurts me. I and he's not him. mine. Yeah, I know. I, he he'll drive the Arctic Cat around the yard, so I've been kind of practicing with him a little bit. So he's he does pretty good. He asked me the other day if he could drive the car down to the neighbor's house. I said, "With me in it?" I said, "Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> not yet." Uh, what they say is th- this study done by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. 
And it's also endorsed by the American Academy of Pediatrics. So you know that it's okay. it, it's, it's got to be true. So they say that you should base it upon how much sleep the age group should get. So it says an infant from 4 months to 12 months should sleep 12 to 16 hours per 24 hours, which includes naps. So what they classify that as is if you know that you're going to wake up at 7 a.m. and it takes a four-hour nap, you should base it into that when you look at to what time uh, the infant should go to bed. Children 1 to 2 years of age should sleep 11 to 14 hours. Children 3 to 5 should sleep 10 to 13, including naps. 6 to 12, 9 to 12 hours. That does not include naps, though. And teenagers 13 to 18 should sleep 8 to 10 hours per 12 hours on a regular basis to promote optimal health. So that's kind of, it says to use those benchmarks to say that, oh, if you're going to wake up at 7 o'clock and you're a teenager, you should know that they should be in bed by, I'm going to try to do math there, you know, 9 o'clock, something along the lines I agree with those. So. I really do. And I think that that's, that's fair, I thought. I'm a really big proponent of sleep and naps, so... Yeah. I wish I, I I could take naps still. I there's, could. There's some days that, I can't take naps. See, I can't. I, when I wake up, I'm more tired than I than I was when I began. So I'm not a very good sleeper at night. I wake up th- at least three times every night. So really, I. three or four times. Uh, no, I'm, I it's it depends on the night for me. But uh, some nights, it, do you take melatonin well, or anything like that? Fourteen, Sam. I. It's <laughs> very good point. So I, you know, you say, oh, I take naps. I'll, I'll get 12 hours of sleep a day. Yeah, it's because you're 14. I'm 50-something. 50 50-something, 50 <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I am I wish I could get 12 hours of sleep a night. That'd yeah. be nice. So there's some days that I want to go to bed that early. Mm. Here are the eight parenting phrases you probably say that can totally backfire. Oh, dear. The first one, no thank you. The no. phrase, no thank you, in place of don't or stop, has gained popularity with parents in recent years. As they say instead, you should just say no. For example, in response to a child trying to snatch something from our hands, we send a, commuse, a confusing message. So it's, it says it's just simple. Say no. It's okay to set a really stern, firm limit. Uh, this expert that came up with this list suggests starting a sentence with let's not and finishing with an explanation. For example, let's not wrap that cord around your sister's neck. I know that makes the perfect puppy leash. But the only way for her to get air is through her throat, and she could not get hurt badly. I don't know why that's the example she went to. Um, I feel like that is super long for a young child to, like, they lose their Mm -hmm. train of thought. If you're trying to explain it that way, I think that's super long. So you're saying no to say no thank you to the child? No, No, say no no. instead of no thank you. Okay. So it says that if you accidentally say no thank you, you, you could say actually cancel that. What I meant was no, just no. I use no thank you. Oh, um, I don't know. It just seems like my daughter says no thank you. I just, I, I'm just, I'm a no guy. Well, but my thing is, it depends on the child. It, the child that you're working with. I mean, some children need just a stern no, and others you can say no thank you, and they go on. The second one says we don't, or bigger kids don't. So when a parent says we don't do that in the family, it feels. To a child, like we're telling them they're wrong for having the desire and that all of us good, kind people don't have similar impulses. So what to say instead, they say, is rather than we don't hit, try emphasizing, explaining, I see you're frustrated and I totally get why you'd want to smack your brother. Last week, my boss made me so angry I wanted to throw a highlighter at her. Yeah, and that's what I I, I don't know that you can say that to a 40-year-old, right? Yeah, well. I think it's too much. Yeah, I think just like Beach said, I think that. You can have the perfect way to raise uh, whoever wrote that article. Whether they can have the perfect way to raise that child, but the way that they're doing it for that child may not work for her child or my child. Right. And I think that's uh, it's the children that go undisciplined that are the you know you can have issues with. The next one says hands are not for hitting. It's not what you're supposed to say. So what to say instead says when a kid who knows better hits, it's because they need help managing their emotions and resolving a conflict in a more acceptable way. So jump in and help. Don't treat them like they're an idiot who forgot the rule, is what she says. The next one says, was that a good choice? The question. <laughs> what does Sam says? Instead, you need to explain why it's not a good choice. Instead of asking them the question, uh, issuing a logical consequence to why that choice Absolutely. is not a good choice. I do agree with that. 
that's not a good choice because you see this hand right here? It's going to be on your bottom <laughs> side here in about five seconds if you hit you again. You said it, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that's, I'm sorry. We I probably don't do that. Said that. We, and we probably shouldn't say that. But go ahead, Sam. Parenting phrase number five, use your words. I'm she reco- guilty of this. So yeah. she recommends instead giving the child the specific words they need. You can tell your brother to move, please, or you can tell your sister, I'd like a turn. Put the words right into their mouth. Okay, so I, th- I think I do that. I, I don't just say use your words. I, I help with giving words. So I, I kind of like that one. I do it with a tone. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my one's... kids know my tones. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Right? Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, every parent has their, their mm-hmm. you know, their tone of, oh, <laughs> you might. And then when they throw the middle name in there, that's when you really know that, that you're in trouble. Uh, the next one is good job, I'm proud of you, or good girl slash boy. This one, uh, she says good job is one of her least favorite phrases, and she says that the research backs her out. For example, research finds that the more we say good job to a t- child, the less they raise their hand in class. She says without us meddling, kids act out of natural curiosity and internal motivation. She said you did it is what things that should be saying because it mirrors your child's own enthusiasm rather than assessing whatever it is they say that they've done. So describe what you saw and then use a word that sums it up. So, for example, I see you figured that puzzle out all by yourself. That's what I call sticking with it. So that's what she explains. Hmm. Do you like these? I like good job, but I'm more specific. So I will say good job at finishing that puzzle or good job with seeing the first letter of your name or i'm specific when i say good job changing gears here a little bit we got to do our our food update of the day i like to to throw this in there and we're running a little bit out of time but uh, sheriff are you a fan of of crush soda you know the orange crush soda not really no christy are you not really really. my grandmother loves it so much but does she like popsicles she does. Well, they are now coming out with a new popsicle that supposedly t- tastes exactly like a crush soda okay. as the new Bomb Pop Crush, which includes three flavors in every ice pop, so you don't have to worry about just one. It starts with grape at the top, strawberry in the middle, and orange at the bottom. So they say that it tastes just like an orange crush. So it sounds like this could be something for your grandma. Oh, she would love that. So it would be perfect. And then... Uh, what about cookie dough, Sheriff? Do you like eating cookie dough? Not raw cookie dough. Not no. raw cookie dough because no. they now have edible cookies and cream cookie dough. It is coming. As Nestle Tollhouse Cookies and Cream Edible Cookie Dough is literally a dream come true. So you would not try this? I mean, I might try it, but. You would yeah, not I'm eat the, entire, the yeah. entire bowl or anything I, along the lines of that? Really I like fresh, cook, cook, little, fresh baked cookies. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I my thought, wife. Oh, my God. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, and she bakes homemade. Yes, oh, great. Wow. She make them. So amazing. Wow. You're gonna have to prove that. I was gonna yeah, say she I'll might bring some in. <laughs> she might need to bring some <laughs> some of those in next time you come in. And then I saw this these next two headlines, and I think we can almost just leave them at this. Scientists have created the whitest white paint, and it could cut the need for air conditioning. As I saw this headline, was like what? As it's the ultra-white paint was used on a mass scale, such as on generators and other machinery that radiate heat, it could have a global impact on energy efficiency. I, I found that, and it was just weird to me that I didn't know you could... And there's the picture of the new whiter-than-white paint. Where? I, I, I didn't know. He's holding it there on, it, on his card. Um, I think it's the way the particles in the atmosphere reflect off of the uh, <laughs> scenic background of the white uh, covered paper paint that, that sounds he really has uh, on the... really scientific over here yeah yeah <laughs> i just i didn't know that you could get whiter than white when it comes to to a color along the lines of that and then have you ever moved into a new home bought have you ever bought a new home or a new uh, from yes. someone else that mm-hmm. that was already used well, when you moved in, did you happen to find the previous owner's cat living in the walls? That's what a homeowner in England recently did when they moved in. They kept hearing meowing and ended up finding poor Kitty that was caught in the wall from the previous owner. And I have so many questions when yeah, it comes to this. First off, did you not think to go looking for the cat, the previous owner? And how did it get back there? How was it staying alive? I don't know. I've just got I've got a lot of questions. I'm with you. Yeah, when I'm it comes sure to about this. that one. We gotta get to a break. When we come back, we'll play a round of you pick trivia. We'll see who's smarter around the water cooler. Coming up here on In the Know.
know, kangaroos keep growing until they die. Did you know that kangaroos keep growing until the di- until they die? Like wide height or I, I presume this means height. It just says growing. Interesting. So I did know that. You did? No. Say, where would you have picked up that piece of knowledge? No clue. Um, I found that interesting, though. I was like, I didn't. I mean, I'm not sure that I've ever seen a kangaroo. Okay. Uh, I, I went to Kentucky Down Under. Me See, too. I've, ne- I've never been to Kentucky Down Under. You so, should go. Um, being from no- the northern portion of the state, we have a zoo 20 minutes from my house, so it was never something that we. We decided to go and try out. How about we play some You Pick Trivia? All right. So, again, uh, it's the biggest prize that we can possibly give you, Sheriff, if you can get three out of three today. All right. As Mark would say, a big heaping pile of nothing. Okay. (laughs) I'm with you. You know, we might even give that to you if you get two right, if if we're feeling friendly. So there's not really necessarily a theme that it comes to it. I guess it would just be general knowledge. If you're watching with us on Facebook or or YouTube, play along and answer in the comments if you would like to. The first question. Which famous actress shares her name with William Shakespeare's wife? Which famous actress shares her name with William Shakespeare's wife? Is it Betty White, Anne Hathaway, Julia Roberts, or Mary Todd Lincoln? Is it A, Betty White, B, Anne Hathaway, C, Julia Roberts, or D, Mary Todd Lincoln? I find out here which uh, which music is are are you pick. That's not it. That's not the right one. No, that's not it. No, I, I don't even know which one it is that our, our you pick trivia theme is. I've, there's so many buttons over here that we can. I like Metallica. That was a good one. Metallica you were playing a while was a ago. good one. Yeah, that's just choose what you want. Uh, yeah, we'll just pick. Uh, how about Family Feud? I like Family Feud. Does that right. work? Works okay. For me. Do you all have answers? Yes. I do. Which famous actor shares her name with William Shakespeare's wife? Uh, Christy, we'll go with you first. Is it Betty White, Anne Hathaway, Julia Roberts, or Mary Todd Lincoln? I chose Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway, Sheriff. What are you going with? Yeah, that's it's Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Oh, you're confident? Yes. Very confident. 100%. And you both are correct. It is Anne Hathaway. The second question. Which sport is not part of a triathlon? Not part of a triathlon. Is it A, biking, B, weightlifting, C, swimming, or D, running? Is it biking, weightlifting, swimming, or running? That is the question. Uh, Did you say easy? Yeah, Yeah, it's easy. He says easy. Okay, I guess are you all already already locked in? Uh, Which sport is not part of a triathlon? Sheriff, you were first to to lock in your answer saying it's quote-unquote easy. Was it biking, weightlifting, swimming, or running? 100% weightlifting. Weightlifting. Christy, what is your guess? Well, I went with biking, but... Biking. If you said weightlifting, you would be correct. The final question. Where does Wiener Schnitzel come from? Where does Wiener Schnitzel come from? I see Christy already there writing down the answer before she even hears the, <laughs> hears the multiple choice options. Is it A, Austria, Ooh. B, France, C, the Netherlands, or D, this says Slovenia? Oh, is it Austria, France, the Netherlands, or Slovenia? Wiener Schnitzel. Where does that come from? Sheriff, did you ever watch Tiger King? I watched a couple of episodes, yes. I, watched I did not watch the whole thing. I, I, I watched the entire thing. Did you know that they're now coming out with a series based on him? And they finally announced who is going to be playing Joe Exotic. It's going to be John Cameron Mitchell. He's best known for his roles on The Good Fight and Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I've I've never heard of that. Kate McKinnon is going to be playing Carol Baskin, though. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, um, I don't know that I'll watch that. I think I was I was done after watching Tiger King. So I think after the documentary, I'm not sure I'll watch the series based on that. Do you all have answers locked in? Yes. Yes. Where does Wiener Schnitzel come from, Christy? Is it Austria, France, the Netherlands, or Slovenia? Well, so. To be honest, I wrote down Germany as soon as you were reading the question. And then I cheated from the sheriff because, well, so Austria. Austria. So you both are going with Austria? Yes, when it comes 100%. To this? Christy, in, in your defense, when I read this question, because I usually, when, I, when I'm hosting, I like to see, not try to look not try to look at the answer first to see if I know what it is. I thought Germany, first off the bat, okay. right with it. But then I would have guessed Austria, and we all would have been correct. So three right. of three. So, Sheriff, you get a big old heaping pile of nothing. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Yes, thank all you. All three. I'm, I'm, That's, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't don't spend it all in one place. Yes. Um, 
I was detained in Austria before. That's why I knew the answer to that question. This might, be a, this might be a story that... Yeah, you might want to save it for another show. Okay, because it I was, was going to say, uh, <laughs> we might need to write that down and put that in the in the bank. Is that a last show that, story? That, that would be, you know, I, I wasn't officially arrested. How old were you? 18. 18. Ooh, okay. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Does anyone in the building right now know this story? Uh, Mark may. I'm he not might? sure. I was, uh, okay. yeah, I was oh, involved in a ski trip. Oh. <laughs> is, uh, was he there? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. This was in Austria. Oh, okay. Well, I was in Germany, ended up in Austria. So Okay. There. Interesting. <laughs> we we, we might was, need to. That was when it was East Germany, West Germany. So okay. Uh, a little bit more serious. Are you a Vin Diesel fan? Uh, no, I don't know nothing about engines. Really? Or, or, I prefer or the actor. Gat. Oh, the, ga- the, the actor. actor yeah. Oh. Um, ah, yeah. I mean, I I watch some of his movies. What about Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Yes, I love Rock'em Sock'em Vin Robots. Diesel will develop and star in a live-action Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie based on the classic tabletop game. Oh, like the old school? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Sure yeah, I, I don't know, know how you can make a movie about it, but uh, will you watch it? Probably not. Probably no. not. Christy, would you, would you go and watch that one or no? There is absolutely no way. <laughs> no. Uh, would you? Would someone else that you know very well that would that usually you go to movies with would he be interested in I, watching that? I cannot imagine him being interested in that at all. But I, maybe I don't, I don't know that I. I don't know. It I just, I, seems I, just weird. I don't see why you, how you can make Rock'em Sock'em Robots into a full length feature film. I mean, I, Vin Diesel's fine, but I'm not sure that he's. I mean, you look at Toy Story too. I mean, you, how can you make a movie about a toy sheriff? You know what I'm saying? Woody. I know, but, and but you have Buzz Lightyear in there too, and I know, but I mean, you got I mean, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. There's going to be other. Obviously, there's going to be other characters. Yeah, I see what you're like, saying. Yeah. Sure maybe he'll fly in on a Verdi Bird or something. Okay, you that, have no clue. I was going to have no not, clue. Not a not a Sam clue. Bumley, what a Verdi Bird is. What a Verdi Bird is. If you're born in the '80s or if you were Christy, do you know what a Verdi Bird is? Born in the '70s, '60s, '70s, you'll know what a Verdi Bird is. Christy doesn't know what it I is. I don't either. know. So yeah, figure. I might is have it, to. Well, I mean, is it? I'm a girl. What Verdi Bird? Yeah, it's a little helicopter thing that was attached to us. It was attached to a line that would just went around in circles, and you'd swoop down and pick things up. It's the same time that Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It was one of my huh. favorite gifts as a kid that I got for Christmas. I, uh, <laughs> I yeah, no, I, I don't. <laughs> everybody laugh at the sheriff because no, he's older than everybody I'm else, and I have no clue what a Verdi Bird you. is. I'm yeah, no, I think myself a little bit. Because I, think, I have no idea. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't heard of a Verdi Bird. Maybe I, if I see one, I'll, I'll recognize it from. Because I know my dad gave me some of his old toys that he was growing up, and he's about your age. So okay. maybe, yeah, maybe about your age. Then there's You're that. Old to be my dad. Maybe my granddad. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, I did not say that. <laughs> Got to get to a break. One more. You're coming up on in the note. My point to ponder for today. What song immediately reminds you of a movie? Huh. Sheriff, one come to mind? Danger Zone. Danger Lobby. Zone? Yeah, that's a really good one. Top so, Gun. So, Top Gun. Uh-huh. They're coming out with Top Gun, too. I can't wait to see it. So, that's one really? that you will be out this summer, I believe. You will. Because wasn't it supposed to be last summer, yeah, but I think COVID, a lot of COVID killed it. Everything yeah. Back. Um, um, and I think Mark is excited about so Top Gun is one of his. Oh favorites. yeah, I know he. That's one yeah. of his. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, um, I'm gonna go with. Um, oh, it's gonna be Dirty Dancing. So I've had the time of my life. I something, guess. something told me that <laughs> I just had a feeling that you were gonna go Dirty Dancing. Really? Uh, oh, it's a chick flick. I don't like chick flicks. Well, you took uh, Top Gun. So. See, well, I guess that is a chick flick. Uh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna show my age again. You know, being born in the late '90s, it. Uh, when I were you born? Late 90s. Holy smokes. Yeah. Late 90s. 1997, to be more exact. So oh. I've got underwear older than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I go with Life is a Highway. Oh, I do Rascal like Rascal Flats in Cars. Because Cars was probably my favorite movie growing mm-hmm. up. So, wow. Just because I love race cars and, and everything along the lines of that. So that's why I, I would go with Life is a Highway. Mm. So. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm showing my age, right? Yeah. Yeah, you sure are. I'm pretty 
sure Rascal Flatts was not. The they were first. not. They were not the original. Yeah. Though, to sing that, so Rascal Flatts was the one maybe? who. Yes. Rascal yeah. Flatts was the one who sang it Again, in cars. Showing, right. So when I hear, okay, when I when I hear the Rascal Flatts version, that's just what immediately. Because okay. I do I think like that song. We, we occasionally but... played on the moose every. Every once in a while, it'll it'll pop up, and I always like to hear that. So you play Rascal Flatts version. Mm-hmm. Oh. It'll pop up on the moose every once in a while. Huh. Um, the Masked Singer is on TV tonight on Fox. The top four singers from both Group A and Group B unite for a sing-off in this double elimination episode. I watched thirty minutes of this once, and I'm not sure I knew that there were eliminations. Have you ever seen this? I've never watched one complete song of it. So not you've not seen at, at least a portion of one song. Yeah, that's all it took for me. That's to all it took. I think it Mark anymore. has watched a portion, but I don't think I have. I just, I don't know. It was, and now they have the Masked Dancer, don't they? I think. Yes, but it I just seems so. like it's it's too much. Okay. I think they're stretching. Two and shows then, I don't ever have to worry about being on. On Lifetime tonight, Married at First Sight. With nine days until decision day, the couples travel to Hilton Head, South Carolina, for a break from their normal married lives an adventure that could bring them closer together or expose the cracks in their foundations. Yeah, uh, no. I feel like if anybody in the room would be watching that, it would be you, Christy. You're yeah. saying no? I'm saying no. I'm no. out. Yeah. I, I, I didn't take you as being a lifetime married at first sight watcher, Norman. No. No. Uh, today's highlight in history, I mentioned earlier that it's kindergarten day. And the reason for that is it is Frederick Froebel. I guess is how you say it. His birthday is today, and he is the guy who invented kindergarten. He was born on this date in 1782 in Germany. Hmm. I didn't know that's that cool. kindergarten yeah. was invented by someone, so to speak. I but knew it was German because it's a that's a kinder means child. Okay. Hmm. You know, I don't know that I ever put two and two together yeah. on that, but that makes sense. I yeah. took Spanish, so I never, I never got that, but that makes sense. Um, uh, to other history to bring you, 1856, the first rail train to pass over the mighty Mississippi made its journey across a newly completed bridge. No, Sam, I wasn't there before you say anything. So um, <laughs> I just was assuming you were. Yeah, so I, I figured you might. I wasn't yeah. going to say anything. Uh, 1959, the largest fish ever hooked by rod and reel was landed by Alf Dean. It was 16 feet, 10 inch white shark that weighed in at 2,664 pounds. I'm not a fisherman, but that just seems... He went, he went on to have his own show, too. You did know he? That right? Alf? Alf yes. Dean? <laughs> I don't know that there's a connection. Alf, um, you never... You, you, I know who Alf mind. is. Yeah, I know who I Alf forgot. is. I you're, forgot. You're showing it your age again. You have second, no clue what Alf is. I do know who Alf, Alf is. I know who Alf is. Uh, what is it? Alien Life... What's it stand for? Uh, I'm not sure. Alien Life Form, maybe? I think that's Alien Life Form. Um, <laughs> I think... Is it, wasn't there even a rumor that they were going to do a remake of that recently? I could be making that up as well. Uh, Prince also died on this date uh, a few years ago. Uh, birthdays. Turning 95, Queen Elizabeth. So happy birthday to Queen Elizabeth. Uh, she turns 95 years young today. Iggy Pop was born on this date in 1947, turns 74. Mm, he's still alive. Uh, I don't know that I did either. Uh, Tony Danza turns 70. Oh, wow. That hurts. James Morrison. <laughs> Turns 67, the actor. Uh, not the musician. Not the musician. Okay. Not yeah. the musician. Because he's uh, dead. Rob Riggle turns 51. I didn't know that he was from Kentucky. Uh, Rob Riggle was in The Hangover, 21 Jump Street. He was on SNL. Um, I love Rob Riggle, man. You do? I didn't know he was from Louisville. I'm a, fan, I'm a big fan. I was reading that earlier. I didn't know that he was he was a Kentuckian. Tony Romo turns 41 today. I know that – are you – You? I mean, being a, a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. fan. Yeah, yeah so got, I didn't I've know. i a couple of his Because I know that – Every team has their quarterbacks that, like being a Bengals fan, there's a portion of the Bengals fan base that will always dislike Andy Dalton. But Tony Romo, for you, is not in that. No, I like Tony you Romo. Do I like think Tony he's Romo. a great quarterback. Uh, and then Future Hall of Famer. Also birthday today, Jock Peterson, baseball player, turns 29. And God but not forgotten, Charlotte Bronte, born in the state in 1816. Christy, if anyone's uh, a Charlotte Bronte fan, it would be it. you. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Who's that? Uh, she's an author. Jane oh. Eyre, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, never read it? <sighs> no. Oh, it's, I don't know. It's no, not, not an easy big... read. And but... and you just said, not an easy read, and that probably answers the question of whether I ever will read it. <laughs> exactly. Um, not a big reader. I mean, I can't I read, used but... to be, and then, like I've, I've said on the show, I think multiple times, as in fact, we're, we're running out of time for chart toppers today. Um, Sorry. I... High school killed my love to read because they were forcing us to read things that I had no interest in reading. And it's tough to read something that you just 
didn't have much interest in. Yeah. You know, reading things like The Scarlet Letter that's not in English. It's written in – I don't even know the language that you can describe that as, but it's it's not, not as fun. Sheriff, I'm going to give you the choice. I've got years here. I'm going to give you the years, and I'm going to let you choose where you have time for one quick chart, chart topper. Do you want 1951, 1969, 1978, 1987? 1987. Okay. There's no better music than 80s music. I do agree with that. Okay, so he's going to go 1987. Hopefully he doesn't regret this. Oh, dear. Looks like we're going to have to. You didn't play 60s music in the 80s, but you still play 80s music in 2021. It's crazy. This is true. But I still, do you not listen to 60s music today? The Beatles? I have a couple of Beatles songs on my playlist. You do? I mean, my dad was a huge Beatles fan, so that would be what we'd. I do some seventies, but I don't do. Yeah, see, my dad would probably be more of the seventies, early eighties, and so on. Okay, we've paid our bills. The one choice that Sheriff chooses is Aretha Franklin and George Michael. I didn't choose that particular song. You you made the choice on the year of nineteen eighty seven. Uh, other songs you could have picked like Mockingbird Hill by Patty Page. You've made me so very happy by Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Night Fever by the Bee Gees. Uh, no news by Lone Star in '96. Since you've been gone, Kelly Clarkson in 2005, and seven years ago today, Pharrell Williams was number one with "Happy." Those are the songs that you passed on I think to listen made to. A good choice. Yeah, Aretha Franklin. My next list. choice would have been uh, the Bee Gees. Bee Gees. That's probably the one that I would have was hoping that you would have would have chosen when it comes to that because that's a, that's a good song. From another, uh, what movie is that one from? Isn't that Night Fever? Isn't that from Saturday Night Fever? Exactly. I thought that was it was one of those movies there. It could have fit into Almost the points Saturday Night Live. But Saturday, yeah, I don't think it's – I don't know that that's a movie. I can do the, you know, the, the disco thing, yeah. Oh. I'll do it for you. I can moonwalk and do the disco well, dance. I mean, I, we're, we're running late, but <laughs> no, 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 we're, we're still on camera right now. <laughs> I just said I'd do it on camera. I just, and, <laughs> uh, Sheriff, I appreciate you taking the time to join us today. Absolutely. Um, appreciate Thank it. You. Thanks for the invite. Uh, my point upon – Pearl of wisdom for today. The world is full of people looking for spectacular happiness while they snub contentment. The world is full of people looking for spectacular happiness while they snub contentment. That is my pearl of wisdom for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another edition of the show. For Norman Chaffins and for Christy Buckles, this is Uncle Sam Gormley saying now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. WKHG Litchfield. Kentucky. USA. 104.9 FM. The Twin Lakes. Best Mix. K105.